This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, it's here. No more pretending. A just shocking report out by The Intercept, of all places, which is a pretty left-leaning outlet, about the efforts the FBI, DHS, and your government has gone through to censor you on social media. You, yes, you I'm pointing at right there, although pointing with a finger is rude, use the arrow hand. You all out there. It's, it's here. Now, it's only a matter now of what we do with it when and if we take back Congress and the Senate. Your government is violating the First Amendment blatantly, openly, and brazenly against you. Today's show brought to you express by ExpressVPN. You don't like uh, big government and big tech spying on you? Well, get a VPN like I do. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Uh, folks, I've got a loaded show for you today. It's Intercept report that came out. It's just stunning. I've got some screenshots from it, some information, and a video showing you how we're always ahead of the curve here of an FBI whistleblower we played yesterday that who warned about exactly this. I've got that, an update on the Paul Pelosi case and the leftist efforts to promote conspiracy theories. Also, what they're doing with Elon, the left there, the meltdown has just gone absolutely nuclear at this point. Today's show brought to you by Relief Band. Folks, I used Relief Band. This here in the desk is my actual Relief Band when I was going through chemotherapy. This stuff knocked out the nausea immediately. Turn it on, turn it up. There are the two buttons right there. I didn't even need to turn it up. It worked the minute I turned it on. Check out Relief Band. It's the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband. It's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness. That's what my daughter uses it for. Anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and more. If you need everyday relief or just occasional relief from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's like the name says, Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. We've got an exclusive offer just for Bongino Show listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Bongino, you receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money back guarantee. Head to Relief Band, R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, reliefband.com and use our promo code Bongino for 20% off plus free shipping. Relief Band. Dot com promo code Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. We're going in. Yeah, this one is, uh, folks, this is deep. This broke yesterday. Now, if you've been listening to this show, it broke for you a long time ago. But now the strange thing is even left-wing outlets like The Intercept are starting to pick up, shockingly, and expose a massive government surveillance network in clear violation of the First Amendment against you. Something we have been warning about and sounding the freaking alarm on in this show for the longest time. So I say to The Intercept, welcome to the party, Bruce Willis style, from Die Hard. Where the hell have you guys been? You got to read this story. It's in the newsletter today. If you've never opened my newsletter, today's the day to start. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's free. You can subscribe right there. You got to read this article. It's the first one I put up there. 
Truth Cops. Leaked documents outline DHS's plan to police disinformation. Wait, what? I was reasonably confident, Joe, the First Amendment has not been repealed. No. There hasn't been a constitutional convention. There hasn't, right? Fellas, no, any updates on that? No. no. No, he hasn't heard anything either. So we have a First Amendment. That's supposed, not vaguely, not vaguely, not opaquely, specifically prohibits the government from regulating speech. It, it You can't. Oh, did we miss that? Not only did they violate the First Amendment, the DHS and FBI in conjunction with big tech, they did it again brazenly and openly. Some of them, you want to talk about moose nuts. Some of them did it on government emails using their own. This is how brazen this happened. They had zero fear at all that they would get caught. And to be clear, this went back to the Trump administration. I'm not suggesting Trump uh, oversaw this. And he, he, well, he did. He was a the president. They should have known. But this went back to the Trump administration as well, which makes my point that this deep state, we need a thorough, thorough flush of the deep state. This is not new. This has been going on for a while. And the Biden administration has doubled down. Let's get to the first screenshot from this piece. The, again, the only question going forward, I'm sorry, the only question going forward now that we know this is happening is what the, is the GOP going to do about it when they take over? I don't want to hear about half measures. I want the entire units disbanded. I want people fired, people reassigned, and I want strong consideration of taking FBI missions and breaking them up over other federal agencies. It's a total disaster. Screenshot number one. All of your fears are confirmed. This is what happens when you give people power. They cannot control themselves. Lord Acton is right. Apparently, the DHS emailed Twitter. Forwarding information. Get a load of this, Joe. About a potential threat to critical U.S. infrastructure. Oh, my God. Crap. Right? Citing FBI warning. This sounds serious. So the FBI warned the DHS who went to Twitter and said, guys, we've got a serious threat here, bro. Critical U.S. infrastructure. It's about a Twitter account that could imperil election system integrity. The verdict is in. You better get that sucker down right away. The Twitter user in question had 56 followers. 50, 56 million? 50, 56, 560,000? Uh, 56,000? Uh-uh. No? Am I, uh-uh. Gee, no? Am I reading this right? It had 56. Is there a typo? Did you edit that? No. No, 56. Gee says the decimal's correct. 56.00 repeating decimal. <laughs> The Twitter user in question had 56 followers, along with a bio that read, <laughs> can't make, you cannot make this up. The bio for the Twitter user, DHS and FBI, thought it was a critical threat to national security, read, DM us your weed store locations. Hose be mad. Hose, <laughs> not like garden hose. But this is a parody account under a banner image of Blucifer. A 30-foot-tall demonic horse sculpture featured at the entrance of the Denver International Airport. <laughs> Ladies, and, I know. you got. I don't blame you because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. He's like, yeah, this sounds sane. This is what the DHS official apparently in the email thread wrote. 
We're not sure if there's any action that can be taken, but we wanted to flag them for consideration. The Twitter representative responded, we will escalate. Thank you. <laughs> this is so freaking bananas. This is like, this isn't even North Korea. No, it's not. Kim Jong-un, I don't think really cares about a Twitter user with 56 followers who says, hoes be mad, DM us your weed location. I'm, I'm serious. He, he's focused on the on, on killing and murdering uh, bigger accounts that may pose a threat to his, uh, to his fascist terrorist uh, regime. This is unbelievable. All of your fears have been absolutely confirmed. Keep in mind, this is The Intercept. The Intercept is a left-wing outlet. Everything you thought would happen has happened. Believe it or not, this story gets worse. Very rarely do I use multiple screenshots, but this one, boy, do they deserve it. I knew that DHS was a bad idea. The minute I got that badge, we were in the Treasury Department and they said, here's your new badge. And it said Department of Homeland Security. I said, oh boy, it's going to get ugly. So Eric Schmidt, the Attorney General of Missouri, has been doing yeoman's work in uh, his lawsuit against the government for coordinating with big tech. So apparently, according to records filed in federal court, two previously unnamed FBI agents, Elvis Chan, Elvis Chan from San Francisco, where have we heard that name? Oh, that's right, on my show from FBI whistleblower Kyle Serafin. So you knew about this already if you listened to this show. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to know more. So they talk about these two agents in the paperwork, Elvis Chan, and this uh, woman, uh, Lauren Demlo, who was the section chief of the FBI's Foreign Influence Task Force. Apparently, they were involved in high-level communications that allegedly led to Facebook's suppression of the washing of the New York Post Hunter Biden story. Wow. So every single thing we told you about the FBI actively interfering in elections was true. This is The Intercept, by the way. They note that the Hunter Biden laptop story was only the most high-profile example of law enforcement agencies pressuring tech firms. In other cases, Facebook and Twitter accounts flagged by DHS or its partners as dangerous forms of disinformation or potential foreign influence were clearly parody accounts or accounts with virtually no followers or influence. You know, being a tech entrepreneur myself, uh, and being involved in the early stages of the parallel economy and now the mid stages will be in its late stages soon. I have been warning you about and Joe can vouch for me for eight years now for the need to construct an entire tech parallel financial economy away from these freaking crazy people. They're getting parody accounts kicked off Twitter while interfering in elections and pushing big tech executives to suppress the Hunter Biden story. How is this not on the front page of every newspaper in America right now? How is that? Dan, you have no evidence they interfered uh, in an election. I mean, they may have suppressed the Hunter Biden story, but how do we know that would have given us a different election result? And we'd have Donald Trump in office right now and inflation under control and the border under control. Well, I'm only taking the word of the people who actually responded to polls. New York Post. 79% say truthful coverage of Hunter Biden's laptop would have changed the 2020 election. Again, that's not 7.9%, that's 79%, meaning nearly 8 out of 10 people agree with me. There was a poll taken after the election, too. The Federalists covered it, up to 17% of Biden voters. 
said they would have changed their vote if they knew about Hunter Biden. The FBI, I'm talking to you again. Uh, the agency is a disgrace right now. It's a disgrace. It's sad um, to the good people working there and the whistleblowers. For what it's worth, uh, you have my eternal gratitude. To the number of people, it's not just a small group anymore. Forget this rank and file stuff. To the large group of people over there who have completely corrupted their jobs, taken their badges and their guns and abused them for power. You're a disgrace to this country. A total disgrace. And an embarrassment from someone who did your job but actually believed in it. You're a disgrace. And to the DHS folks involved in this, you're an even bigger disgrace. The fact that you don't understand the Constitution and your role in just flushing it down the toilet bowl, you really should be embarrassed. You took an oath that meant clearly nothing to you. The story gets even worse, folks. Apparently, Department of Homeland Security had this CISA, CISA, some internet security branch in CISA. And they were warning that they wanted to shape the information ecosystem. They also wanted to monitor and inspire innovators to partner with the government. You did. And they wanted to surge this effort around elections and create a specific DHS portal. Here, look at this. In June, the same DHS advisory committee of CISA, which included these Twitter folks, they drafted a report to the CISA director, the CISA director, calling for an expansive role for the agency in shaping the information ecosystem. They wanted to monitor social media platforms of all sizes. Get a load of this one, folks. Mainstream media, cable news, hyperpartisan media, talk radio, and other resources to stop misleading information? Am I, am I, is there something I'm, is there something I'm missing here? United States, uh, North Korea, China Communist Party. United States, China Communist Party, North Korea. Cuba, Venezuela, socialism, United States. What the freaking difference? Free speech, speech interference, interference, 15, 15 yards, yards, loss of down. down. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> Joe, am I missing something? No, no, you're not. Go back something. to that key. Go back to the last one. Sorry. I got to read this because I'm like, wait, the report called on a government law enforcement agency, DHS, to monitor talk radio, Holy social media mm. and hyper partisan media, i.e. conservative media. What? Huh? Listen, you got an election coming up in now seven days, a week from today. If you haven't voted yet, please do it now. Many of you have early voting has started. Lock in your vote. I don't want anything to happen to any of you on election day. Please lock in your vote now and demand. Do not ask. Asking time is over. Demand of the congressmen, congresswomen, and senators elected. That the people involved in this effort, this entire entity within the DHS is defunded. All of it. You want to work? You go ahead and work. But you'll work for free. The power of the purse lies with Congress. Ladies and gentlemen, this is worth the fight. They're admitting to monitoring talk radio and social media. What is going on? 
defunded immediately, immediately. Take the funds and give them to entities actually securing the country, doing law enforcement and counterterrorism, because it's not these people. This is a shocking story. I try not to do that too much. I don't like getting into the hyperbole and all the nonsense. Is it? Not only that, folks, they're lying about it. They wanted to create a specific DHS portal. So they had a back channel to monitor talk radio, to monitor social media, just so they could have stuff pulled down. They're lying about it too, folks. They're lying about it. Last year, a top FBI counterterrorism official came under fire when she falsely denied to Congress that the FBI is monitoring American social media. Just like they lie about everything. Remember the metadata thing with Jim Clapper? Are you guys collecting metadata on Americans? Not wittingly. That was a lie. They always lie to you. They lied about this too. The Intercept notes, in fact, the FBI spent millions of dollars on social media tracking software like Babelex and Data Miner. Where have we heard that? That's right. My show from Kyle Serafin, the FBI whistleblower. We're not monitoring social media. Really? According to the Bureau's guidelines, authorized activities include proactively surfing the internet to find publicly accessible websites and services through which recruitment by terrorist organizations and terrorist crimes is openly taking place. Terrorist crimes, meaning conservatives organizing and using free speech to do so. This part gets even worse. Sorry, there are long screenshots here. If you're watching at home on Rumble, it's a lot easier. Not only that, remember what Kyle told us, the FBI whistleblower, that they were pulling agents off legitimate counterterrorism task force and terrorism roles and uh, making them hunt down Americans in their social media. Here it is, confirmed right here. Another FBI official, a joint terrorism task force officer, described to The Intercept being reassigned this year from the FBI's International Terrorism Division, where they had primarily worked on cases involving Al-Qaeda and Islamic State, to domestic terror divisions to investigate Americans. Sound like something you heard on my Fox show this weekend? From Kyle Serafin about Babel X, this software used to surveil American social media activity and what they're doing with it. Here, here's a little reminder of what he said. Check this out. The concern is why it's public, obviously. That's why you have whistleblowers coming forward with this kind of information. That's why it's being discussed. Um, when the FBI lists on a list of, you know, eight different potential election crimes, something like misinformation or disinformation, which are not explicit crimes, they're only really criminal if they're part of one of the other crimes that are listed on that list. So they, they're just not the, uh, the thing that is the purview of the FBI. They should be explicitly avoided for First Amendment considerations. So you hit the nail on the head, you know, rank and file agents, people on the front lines, they're concerned that this could be abused and it's not going to be abused in every field office. And that's the real that's the real story, I think, is that it has potential of being abused only in specific areas where management is willing to sign off on broader, broader searches than is appropriate. FBI field office managers pulling people off terrorism assignments, sticking them on monitoring Americans using Babel X and otherwise. Folks, the agency is a total disaster and a complete, total disaster. Root and branch ripped up 
Anyone who's done a decent job, give them another job in federal law enforcement. The agency has to be disbanded. The FBI, right now, you are not going to find a more destructive institution to American democracy and the constitutional republic. This story with DHS2 and CISA, you are not going to find a more damaging story to the integrity of this constitutional republic than this story at The Intercept. You're just not going to find it. By the way, Department of Justice is trying to hide Elvis Chan. One of the FBI agents apparently involved in this collusion effort with the, according to these reports, uh, with the big tech companies. They don't want Elvis Chan in front of, uh, in front of any kind of committees or in, in court. I'll show you that in a second. Take a quick break here. Get my bearings. I'm just... Uh, I believe in this place, folks. It matters to me. It matters to me more than anything outside of my family and God. This is it. It's the last best hope for freedom on earth. And it is getting pissed away by a bunch of Kim Jong-un imitating fake law enforcement losers, a bunch of deep state maniacs and a bunch of communists in our freaking government who can't usher in an era of tyranny quick enough. And I'm not going to be part of it. All right, let me take a break here. Folks, we're in Omaha Steaks household. Why? Because I love good food. Falls in the air. That means grilling with cookouts, tailgate parties, and so much more. Luckily, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall with their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Now's the perfect time to load up on all this incredible flavor and take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their friends and family sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use my promo code Bongino at checkout to get $30 off your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com and stock up today. Do it before Guy buys everything. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. He loves their burgers. Their burgers are amazing. I love their steaks. Their food is awesome. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. And don't forget to score that extra $30 off your order when you use Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights. You won't come close to getting this kind of deliciousness and quality at the grocery store. Just not going to happen and not at this price. Visit omahasteaks.com now. Stock up today using promo code Bongino at checkout. omahasteaks.com, promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. Minimum order may be required. All right, thanks, Omaha Steaks. We appreciate it. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So you'll see in this uh, Department of Justice filing that FBI agent supervisor Elvis Chan, uh, who has been mentioned by my whistleblower before, uh, apparently they're trying to hide him. They don't want Elvis Chan being deposed. Look at this. They say the court should amend the deposition order and withdraw, withdraw its authorization of a deposition of ASAC Chan, assistant special agent in charge. He should not have to divert time away from his official duties to participate in an expedited deposition. When the records contain no evidence suggesting he's engaged in communications leading the court to authorize his deposition in the first place. No evidence besides the entire intercept report. <laughs> Outside of that, Joe, no evidence at all. Okay. Doki doggy daddy. Now you see why they're so panicked again about the Elon deal. I've only said this now, what, 
three months straight, once or twice a week. They don't have anything else, ladies and gentlemen. We are dealing with a group of unquestioned. It's not a debate. You want to debate it, leftists, sit down and shut your mouth in the corner. I'm not going to debate stupid anymore. There's no question anymore. We are dealing with a bunch of fascist imitating totalitarians. That's they call us semi-fascists. When you look at what fascists do, suppression of free speech, a, a love affair with political violence, that is exclusively the domain of the American left. Exclusively. That is not our thing. You can't be a conservative and a believer in big R God-given rights for every child of God, everyone, and support political violence and censorship. You can't. You're just not a conservative then. You can claim to be, but I can claim to be Mickey Mouse. That is not the left. They love this stuff. They will invent any excuse to censor you, any excuse to justify violence against you. They'll also just make things up. This is, you see this, this is just an unbelievable update on this Paul Pelosi case. So there's a briefing yesterday by law enforcement officials. Uh, and they indicated that he was woken up at night, Paul Pelosi, by uh, this alleged attacker inside the house, that he walked him downstairs. Uh, there was some struggle for this hammer. So I heard the story. Again, I have no reason to believe otherwise until I'm told otherwise. I believe in evidence. Produce evidence, um, and I'll believe it. I believe in the Bongino rule, and I don't fall in any traps, and you shouldn't either. Having said that, it's kind of strange that Politico thought it was a good idea to start crapping all over people who started asking questions about who answered the door after Nancy Pelosi's wife uh, called 911, uh, husband, excuse me, called 911. They said it was a big conspiracy theory, which is really strange because Politico themselves reported that they entered through the front door of the police, which someone, they didn't specify who, opened from the inside. Interesting. That's Politico's report. Now you go into the next day, you go into the, the following report by Politico, and it's really strange. They say that they mention a bunch of conservative commentators, that they were raising questions about the investigation based on false claims. Among those baseless claims, that a third person answered the door when police arrived at the Pelosi home. This is really weird. That's a conspiracy theory? Because it sounds like from your reporting that you started it then. Weird. Gosh, that sounds strange. So weird. <sighs> yeah. Someone opened the door. They didn't specify who. Yeah. Interesting. Again, folks, this is why they're all in on censorship. They want to cover up their errors like Politico, who seem to imply in their reporting that there was a mysterious person who answered the door. And then when people asked who the mysterious person was, they said, conspiracy theory. Cover up their errors. They want to manipulate elections like they stole the last election clearly by hiding the Hunter Biden information in conjunction with the gun carriers at the FBI and DHS and former Intel deep state people who wrote that letter. And they want to censor opponents, Kim Jong-un style. This is what it is. It's not open for debate. These are who these people are. You have two choices. You can take away their power and vote out their surrogates in government. Or you can just sit back and let the beatings continue until morale improves. There's no option C. You're not going to talk any sense into these people. You are not going to talk them into being freedom-loving libertarians. You're not going to talk them into 
constitutional protections. You're not going to do it. They are obsessed with censorship. Here's a guy, uh, Siva, I, I can't pronounce his last name. He goes by Siva Vade. On, he's a blue check mark on Twitter. Clearly a smarter person than all of us. He has a blue check mark. He claims to be a columnist at The Guardian. Here he is with the wink and the nod again. These are media people protected by the First Amendment, winking and nodding that, hey, listen, you know, Apple, you have the power to crush Twitter or thwart Elon Musk's reckless changes to the platform. If he degrades content moderation, it could violate the Apple Store's terms of service. Oh, oh, you get the, the wink and the nod. Sounds like something that happened to a company I used to be involved with. Parlor. That's right, Parlor. Yeah, remember when Apple and Google wiped them out of the App Store and uh, shut them down? Yes. You remember that? Yeah. You see how that was a, you see Joe how that was a template for the future for them to use tech companies to censor platforms and ideas they don't like? Was that a cautionary tale? No, no, no. That was a model for them, the wiping out of Parler, which around the time was the number one app in the world. They had the power. Wipe it out. Hundreds of millions of dollars potentially in value. Wiped out overnight. Freedom of speech wiped out overnight. You see how this is a model for them. This is a model. It's not a cautionary tale. Yeah, I want to play this video quick before I uh, get to Here's MSNBC, the hapless Ben Collins, one of the biggest advocates for censorship anywhere in the media. You want to see what a communist looks like. No, I mean a legitimate, practicing, censorship-loving communist. It's this guy. He does everything communists recommend. Censorship, pressuring political opponents to, to self-censor. Here he is on MSNBC melting down over Elon's takeover of Twitter because he wants to continue to do this. Use tech companies to pressure people to shut their mouths. These leftists, oh, they love this stuff. Here, check this out. The idea that the world is secretly run by this new world order uh, and it is trying to censor you. It's trying to prevent the world from seeing what's really going on. And that Nancy Pelosi and people like that, those people uh, in the QAnon spaces right now, those people are at the top of that sphere. They are at the top of that pecking order when it comes to how people believe in conspiracy theories. And I, I do want to stress this. Um, right now, on, trending on Twitter mm -hmm. is the lie about this guy. It's the lie that... It's trending. It's trending on Twitter as we speak. Uh, because Elon Musk pushed it uh, on Saturday. Or yesterday, sorry. Uh, I just want to make it clear how they got to this place. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, first of all, lies on the Internet move faster than the truth. And that's in part why there are all these safeguards that Elon Musk is trying to take down on Twitter right now. Um, the lies that were pushed were from bad pieces of information they found. For example, they said that uh, Paul Pelosi was uh, in his underwear. Of course he was, 2.30 in the morning at the time he was attacked. They, that led them to believe this was a lover's quarrel between two different people that knew each other. The reason they believe they knew each other is because the police put out a statement saying that they didn't really know who opened the door. So they, that led them to believe there was a third person in the house. This is, this, is this guy nuts? Do you, did you guys catch that? He says, yeah, here are the lies. And then he goes on to tell you two things that actually happened. Right. 
He was found in his underwear and they were confused at who answered the door. Those aren't lies. Now, people speculating, and I think getting out ahead of the story about what the motives were, that's not right either. But that's a grounds. You just said two things that are true. That's the grounds for you to try to pressure social media using your media perch to silence and shut people up. Folks, they love this stuff. They love this stuff. It is never, ever going to stop until you stop it. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, I got more coming up. Uh, folks, they want to, Biden yesterday, windfall profits tax on gas. You want your gas bill to double? Do what Biden's suggesting here. I got that and some panic dispatches from Wuhan indicating the lab leak conspiracy theory was true which we all knew beforehand and everyone would have known again, if it wasn't for this type of people on MSNBC censoring everyone. Today's show brought to you by our friends at We The People Holsters. This is my actual We The People holster for my Glock 43. Love this. You see it's printed We The People up front. Almost every week you hear me talk about We The People holsters. What a great company they are. Uh, this is one of their shirts actually made in the USA. I get that question a lot. We The People holsters has been a partner of the show for a long time. They don't just do holsters. You see me wearing their T-shirts on the show a lot? This is one of them. I get asked all the time, where do you get your T-shirts? The answer, wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Their shirts are a world above the rest. Here's why. They have the most patriotic and pro-Second Amendment designs. Their shirts are made in the USA down to the cotton. We're talking cotton grown in America, sewn in America, printed in America, and shipped right to your door. Doesn't get any more American than that, folks. Check out their line of American-made shirts at wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Use code DAN25, that's DAN25, to save 25% off your order. This is one of my favorites. It's made in the USA shirt. While you're there, also check out their complete line of custom printed holsters, like this beauty right here, the Revolutionary Freedom Holster Platform, and industry-leading gun belts as well. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash DAN, wethepeopleholsters.com slash DAN, offer code DAN25. I know it's early. The holiday season's coming up. Make it a destination for the patriot in your life. We the People Holsters dot com slash Dan offer code Dan 25. All right, folks, uh, this happened. Yet. I'm just going to go over this quick. So Biden, there has never been a, a bigger moron in the White House than this guy. I'm sorry. I mean, his, his IQ is clearly low. He is clearly uh, worse off even with that substandard IQ based on the cognitive compromise he has right now. His brain isn't functioning anymore. You can tell by the way he speaks. You can tell by his failure to connect ideas anymore. So because Joe Biden is the single worst president in U.S. history and so economically incompetent. He engaged from minute one in a war on oil and gas, and gas prices have gone up because of it. He will blame anyone but the person staring at him in the mirror, which is Joe Biden. He did this. You are paying more for gas because of him. So his proposal, 
a windfall profits tax. Listen to this. I think they have a responsibility to act in the interest of their consumers, their community, and their country. To invest in America by increasing production and refining capacity. Because they've ha- they don't want to do that. They, they have the opportunity to do that. Lowering prices for consumers at the pump. You know, if they don't, they're going to pay a higher tax on their excess profits and face other re- restrictions. My team will work with Congress to look at these, op- these options that are available to us and others. It's, it's really unbelievable. It really is. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here this morning. I did Fox and Friends. So I had to go inside quick and just get ready. And I'm just yelling over to Guy. I'm like, if we just had a media, Joe, that told the truth for just a month, maybe even two weeks, came out and blanketed the airwaves with the truth about what these people are doing to this country, there would never be a Democrat ever voted in again in U.S. history. They are such gross liars. It is so pathetic. Joe Biden refuses to permit new refineries and his team. And then he turns around and says, well, they're not refining gas. It's they did it. You did it. You lying piece of garbage. You did it. You are such a liar. They need to increase production. You're stopping production. He won't permit in the Gulf. You have permitting at all time lows. He won't permit in Alaska. What are you talking about? He shut down Keystone. What kind of idiot believes this? So he wants a windfall profits tax. Maybe if the media told the truth, they'd tell you, we already did that, Joe. You and I were alive. Jimmy Carter passed a windfall profits tax as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember that? As Phil Kirpin notes on his Twitter account, the windfall profits tax under Carter raised only 20% of its projected revenue, and less than half of that was net revenue. It reduced domestic oil production, 320 million barrels to 1 million, 2,668 million barrels. So Biden says what? Do it again, Sam. Of course he does. Because this is what happens when you are led by idiots. Idiots. They tried the windfall profits tax. It raised nearly no money and shut down production. It's really hard to believe how stupid people have to be to fall for this stuff. Here's Biden again, by the way, touting his average gas price of well into the $3, close to the $4 range. Here's the problem. The gas prices were $239 when he took office. He's bragging about it. Listen to this moron. Today, the average price for a gallon of gas is $3.76. That's adding up to real savings for American families, the difference between those prices. folks. How is this adding up to how the gas price was 239 when he got into office? The gas prices are higher because of him. He is artificially constricting supply by his war on the gas companies. Don't listen to me. Listen to him. Check this out. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. 
no more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. I don't know what else you need to hear, man. We are the, uh, the man in the White House now is the single dumbest human being to ever occupy that office. And combine that with his penchant for lying, plagiarism, and corruption. And you have a destructive whirlwind in the United States. A windfall of stupid like we have not seen in U.S. history. We cannot take through more two and a half more years of this stuff. We can't. Two more years. Please, please vote next week. Please. I can't beg you. And I'm begging. I'm, I'm not too proud to beg. Save this place from this corrupt loser. It's getting ugly out there. Now, it's getting ugly because they don't tell you the truth about anything. Anything. Remember when conservatives warned that the spreading coronavirus appeared highly likely to have leaked from a lab in Wuhan and we were called conspiracy theorists. We were banned by fake fact checkers. We had a CEO of, uh, of Twitter and others uh, banning people. We had Facebook coming after people. Now a new report came out by the Senate indicating that, yes, the COVID pandemic was likely caused by a lab leak in Wuhan. Now, Robbie Suave has a show on, I think it's over on the Hill. He brings up an interesting point here. Something again, Joseph, if you're listening to this show, never wasting your freaking time, folks. We brought up well over a year ago that the Chinese Communist Party's development of a vaccine, the timeline was impossible. They had to have known something happened. Because of how quickly they got moving on a vaccine. Right. They knew something was up. I'll get to that in a second. Here's Suave ad- addressing that exact point. The timeline doesn't work. They had the vaccine, their vaccine or their, their uh, research on it ready to go before it was a pandemic. Does that make sense? Unless you knew something? Here, watch. Vanity Fair and ProPublica spoke to experts who said that the timeline of the Chinese military vaccine development was, quote, unrealistic, if not impossible, if not impossible. So, Bacha, this is a pretty damning um, story. And I, I, you know, I initially saw a lot of you know, people just dismissing the report because it was a Republican produced a report. Whatever. It's not going to change anyone's mind. I, cha- I dare everyone needs to go read this story, which, you know, dances around this this likely indication that these dispatches are indicating these conversations between the laboratory scientists and the Chinese government that something went really wrong in November of 2019. He said it right. I'm old enough to remember when you were instantly banned and called a racist for suggesting that the Chinese Communist Party military uh, developing a vaccine for a virus they claimed they didn't know about didn't make sense. And they said, that's definitely racist. Definitely racist. November 2019, they were already on this. Folks, a new report just came out. The timeline is impossible. You're listening to this show. You already knew this. They concluded this new Senate report from their committee there that SARS and the COVID-19 pandemic was more likely than not the result of a research-related incident associated with the coronavirus research in Wuhan, China. Yeah, thanks. Here, they note this. By the way, this is Jennifer Van Lars reporting in Red State. Please go to my newsletter, 
Bongino.com slash newsletter and read this and read the next report, too, about the vaccine doctor who disappeared. Here, uh, the next one. So they know it was uh, uh, probably no longer deserves the benefit of the doubt, the zoonotic origin. And several biosafety and biosecurity events at the lab were noted in this report. Hold it. Keep this up. So what happened? How did they get this? Apparently, someone got a hold of the Wuhan lab's dispatches that were still on its website and translated them into English. There were a bunch of panic dispatches about uh, security problems, biosecurity events. The Wuhan lab was freaked out about its own security and the Chinese Communist Party cracking down on it. They note that in addition, the rapid development of a vaccine by Chinese researchers, perhaps because they had a head start, was noted as a factor supporting the committee, Senate committee's conclusion as to the pandemic's origin and the dismissal of a zoonotic origin theory. Folks, remember this story? This is by Scott Hounsel. It's in my newsletter. It's from June of 2021. Go back and read it. It is worth your time. There was a doctor. The name of the doctor was Zhu Yuzhen. He's a Chinese immunologist whose research had previously been funded by National Institutes of Health Grants to the study of vaccine for SARS. He filed a patent on behalf of the Chinese army for a new vaccine for SARS-CoV-2. For reference, the vaccine and its formula were developed and patented before the first U.S. recorded death of COVID-19. Yes, you read that correctly, he notes. Before we even had a single death in the U.S. from COVID, the Chinese government had developed and likely tested a viable COVID vaccine that it hid from the world. Oh, and Dr. Zhu Yuzhen? He ended up dead from mysterious causes just a few weeks later. You got banned if you shared this article. You were banned. You were fact-checked. You were called a racist. So let's just follow the facts quickly here. So you have a bunch of dispatches from a Wuhan lab who are panicked about potential leaks and biosecurity incidents at their lab. They're indicating that they're freaked out because the local Chinese Communist Party office is going to crack down on them. You then have an outbreak of COVID that starts in the area near the lab. You then have a Chinese military doctor who patents a vaccine who may know about the lab leak. Therefore, he was working on the vaccine. And then he mysteriously turns up dead. And then you have American communist members of the Chinese Communist Party. A lot of them. They are. They're de facto members in the media and on big tech calling us racist and suppressing us for telling you the truth. It's not about right. It's because it is. <sighs> Seven days. All right, let me get to this. Folks, freedom isn't free. Uh, oh, by the way, I got coming up, just Kentaji Brown Jackson, who the left loves, our new Supreme Court justice, just getting wrecked in court. <laughs> the audio is amazing. I need you to stay tuned for that. Freedom's not free. It comes with a high price paid by American heroes and their families. Heroes like Navy Lieutenant Florence B. Chloe, who was killed in action on March 27, 2009 in Afghanistan. She survived by her daughter, Kristen Chloe, but Kristen's not left behind. She's a multi-year scholarship recipient with Folds of Honor, an active 10th grader who loves volleyball, track, rock climbing, and misses her mom dearly. 
The Folds of Honor provides life-changing scholarships for the families of our military heroes like the Chloe family. Folks, I don't need a script for any of this stuff. Folds of Honor, I think, is one of the finest charities in the world right now. I love having them on the show. I donate money to them every year. Give these kids who've lost their parents in combat the gift of an education. You can change their life. Their noble mission at Folds of Honor includes the families of first responders now who are severely injured or killed in service. The need is great, and it needs patriots like you. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today, please, with a recurring donation of $13 a month at uh, foldsofhonor.org. That's foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Again, one more time, folks. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Please join today. It's such a wonderful charity with good people in charge. They do the right thing. I can't recommend them highly enough. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Thanks, Folds of so uh, this Breitbart story about these Harvard lawyers, there's a court, there's a case in the Supreme Court. Sorry, I'm going to st- skip ahead here. There's a case in the Supreme Court um, about the uh, about the affirmative action, the case they're getting crushed. You can't justify discriminating against Asian-Americans for college admission in favor of another racial group. It is strictly prohibited by the Constitution. So if you read this Breitbart piece, the Harvard lawyer was struggling yesterday trying to advocate for racial preferences and discrimination. The Harvard lawyer was struggling to explain to Sam Alito, Supreme Court justice, why they should continue discriminating against people. They don't have a reason. What they're doing, folks, is because Asian Americans, some of them have really good scores, but they're overrepresented, meaning people are going to discriminate against them. They have to find a way to keep Asian Americans, just like they did keep, uh, just like they kept Jews out of college back in the past. They have to find a way. So what they do is, they they score them lower, Asian applicants, on personal criteria. So that's kind of strange. So Sam Alito asks, "How is it all these Asian people are so terrible personally? Do you keep, uh, you know, scoring them poorly on these person?" The guy couldn't explain it. He couldn't explain it. He tried to argue that, oh, no, no, it's just a, a little thing we use that no statistical effect on the outcome. So Alito said, then why do you do it? Folks, this is a suicide mission for the left. I told you that this leftist woke culture was eventually going to eat itself because liberty is a zero-sum game. When you take away something from Asian Americans and others and you attempt to give it to another racial group, you are discriminating against said group, the former. There is no way to do that. That's why we don't allow racism and discrimination. Kentaji Brown Jackson, who the left loves, just got wrecked in court yesterday by this. She's trying to explain it away. Joe, listen to this. This is great. She's like, oh, don't worry. Listen, uh, she says to the um, the advocate for, um, for uh, eliminating racial discrimination and affirmative action. It's just one of many factors that are used. And then the lawyer's like, really? Because... The factor you're talking about race is strictly prohibited by the Constitution. Check this out. You haven't demonstrated or shown one situation in which all they look at is race and take from that stereotypes and other things. They're looking at the full person with all of these characteristics. but, But our point is that all those other characteristics are not barred by the Constitution. Totally wrecked. Totally wrecked. Destroyed right there. Left loves her, by the way, Kentonji Brown Jackson. They love her. They think she's just wonderful. And let me get to this last story. Go back to the 1945 story. Sorry to go out of order. I wasn't sure I was going to get to it. This is just, I want to leave on this one because I, folks, let me just be clear from the start. I don't do speculation, but 
1945 is a pretty decent website. They have a story out yesterday that the British government, to be clear, I want to make sure we're absolutely transparent, is not confirming yet this hack. But former Prime Minister Liz Truss, there are allegations out there that her phone was hacked, may have been done by Russia, which makes me instantly kind of skeptical of the information that comes out. You got to remember, although, you know, the Hunter Biden, you know, Russia disinformation stuff was nonsense. The Russians will put stuff out there as well to kind of mess with people's minds. Keeping that in mind, this story is fascinating. Now, I'm going to let you read it and evaluate it for yourself. It's in my newsletter today. So they're alleging her phone was hacked. And Kim.com, if you check him out on social media, uh, is saying like they got their hands on this stuff. And right after the Nord Stream explosion, remember the Nord Stream pipeline, the sabotage of the pipeline? The allegation here is that Trust sent a message to our U.S. Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, right after the explosion. Now, what did it say? Well, according to the, to the Kim.com, again, I can't confirm any of this. I just find the story interesting. You evaluate it on your own. How did the Russians know, he says, that the UK blew up the Nord Stream uh, pipeline in partnership with the US? Because Liz Truss used her iPhone to send a message to Secretary Blinken saying it's, it's done a minute after the pipeline blew up and before anyone else knew. Kim.com wrote, adding iCloud access rocks. I again, can't confirm. I just find that story fascinating if that's the case. Well, we'll see. They're not uh, confirming this yet, any kind of a hack, so we'll see what happens. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, check you out on the radio show a little bit later. I got Tudor Dixon on. Don't miss that. And I got the FBI agent Kyle Serafin coming on to talk about this intercept story at the beginning of the show. See you a little bit later. You just heard Dan Bongino.